Welcome to I'll Be Back Catalog, where we take a nostalgic look back at the movies of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The cigar chomping, one-liner spitting, killing machine. Now oh, stop it, you'll make me blush. It's every movie from the beginning. With special guest comedians. I like this, that sounds great. Now play the music. And we're back with I'll Be Back Catalog. Oh, it's exciting. We're back today. We're very excited to be talking collateral damage. Yep. Uh, however, much like collateral damage, we won't be getting hurt alone. We will be in the mob being blown up with excitement. All right, this got real terroristy straight away. Mm. Just like <laughs> this movie. <laughs> the movie didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that is, of course, uh, one of our wonderful guests, a uh, co- New Zealand comedy legend, huge Proclaimers fan. He's just walked 500 miles. Uh, welcome, Brian uh, Woodhill. Thank you. Hello. You made it. You walked all the way from Wellington. Yeah. No, uh, that was a stupid thing I did. Yeah. How, f- how far did you walk? Uh, 500 miles. What, why, why such a number? Um, uh, <laughs> I'm a real big fan of the Proclaimers song. Um, you know, I'm on my way. You know, they, uh, they, they, I've tried that joke so many times and <laughs> nothing never worked. <laughs> Because people have to know that they have another song that sounds very similar. Well, I'm on my way, yeah. and then not only that, then they got to realize that I, I don't know them that well. And uh, yeah, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it, uh, I thought it was called 500 miles. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's also like, not called 500 miles. It's called um, I'm, I'm going to be. be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have uh, another returning champ to the podcast. It's uh, Mr. Matthew Fleet. Returning champ is that how you introduce returning guests? It is now. All right. I really wish you'd introduce me first because Ryan walked here from Wellington, I walked here from Brutamart. <laughs> yeah, but you just moved to Auckland, didn't just you? Just moved to Auckland last yeah. weekend. Yeah, so so that's, how, that's all the excitement there is about that. So, how far did you have to walk to get here? From Brutamart? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I don't know, what's that, like 15 minutes? Okay. A, a kilometre, maybe? I just hope that you say like 500 metres. Uh, well, that's okay. We'll We're all disappointed. <laughs> so, Rian, wait, is it, how long did it take you to walk to Auckland? Five weeks. Oh, man. So, it's a good thing that you're a fan of the Proclaimers and not Bare Naked Ladies. Uh-huh. It's been. One week. It's one only week. one week. You'd have, yeah. you have to make it up here. I'm so bad at lyrics. What a like, Real bad at lyrics. Like, people. It's, it's a constant thing is give me lyrics and then watch me just tail into just nonsense. Real like, quickly. literally. Two words. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two words yeah, of the yeah. lyric. Yeah. Um, but um, no, I'm just glad Vanessa Carlton didn't come. Uh, a thousand miles. Here we go. I bet you wish instead of the Proclaimers, you were a fan of Eminem. Eight Mile. Yeah. Much shorter walk. Still with the topical references, though. Yeah. I've got a couple of bones to pick with them. A hundred miles is fine. Oh, you know what I mean? Like that shows that you're interested in a girl. Like I think a hundred miles just does the trick. No, I think five hundred is the one. A hundred shows you're interested, but that song's not about being interested, is it? Hundred miles. This song's iconic. You can't reinvent the lyrics yeah, now. I literally am reinventing them. <laughs> um, when did it start to hurt? When do you feel like the amount of physical investment? A uh, hundred miles. Clearly. No, no, no. Um, it was about uh, three hours twenty minutes in. It was when I screamed, "This is a mistake." Uh, which is a short time period yeah. to go this is a mistake basically as soon as I got out of the city and realised there's a place called Nauranga Gorge uh, oh yeah. yeah Jesus yeah I was like oh fuck this wasn't a good idea and that sucked and then I yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just sucked and then when uh, I got over there I re- oh, for the first two days I didn't have insoles because I forgot that I was flat footed <laughs> so I was just I was basically crippled by the end of second day two and so I took the morning off on the day three to go to drive back past all the things I'd already done which is a depressing moment oh. in your life 
Uh, you know, cloud cars are, are a good idea. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Just watching just 20 kilometres be eat up in 10, 20 minutes next <laughs> Full day. <laughs> full day. And then I went to the Foot Locker and got some insoles. And I was like, oh, no, nah, this is real good, hey? I should have got this at the start. <laughs> That's amazing. You think, oh... Cars are bad for the environment. Look at all the CO2 they're putting into the atmosphere. But for you personally... Oh, they're pretty good, eh? They're pretty great. I mean, to be fair, they do a lot. Shout out to cars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think, it, I think it's time for us to actually talk about the most exciting thing that happened before, after, or during collateral damage. Mm. Right before we walked into the studio to do this recording, we had the most New Zealand thing possible can happen of bumping into Cliff Curtis on the street. Yeah, Cliff Curtis, El Lobo the Wolf. Because I'm going to set the scene before we run. Uh, what happened is a very sweaty Stephen Lyons <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> ran up to uh, ran up and said, "Did you just see that? Did you just see that? You know, did you just see him? Did you see that? that. Like that implied an incident. <laughs> it was an incident. <laughs> yeah." And he's like, we're like, no, no, what are you talking about? And he's like, Cliff Curtis is more bars. And I thought, and no offense here, Stephen, um, it is, you're, 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 you thought it was racial? Oh, yeah, I just saw it to a Maori guy who had a ponytail. I was like, oh no, this is going to be real awkward for a <laughs> When we were running up behind him, I was like, I hope it girls in him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, I, I uh, no, it was clearly Cliff Curtis. Uh, who was wonderful. Yeah, and, you're right, credit to you. Um, smashed it out of <laughs> And he was, was super lovely. He turned around, he hung out, he chatted to yeah. us. We, yeah. we went there for the the very initial contact. What did you say? Yeah, what did you say? Straight away. I said, uh, Cliff, which is important, like you just want to give a name because you, then you see if he moves. Mm. Uh, not that I was worried that it might not have been oh, him. Yeah, and I first name basis. Oh, yeah. What, uh, well, Mr. Curtis, sir. Uh, I did that to Sam Fry once. I went, excuse me, Mr. Fry, because I just I, I thought that was the more polite thing to do. He also just went, nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, because I was like, oh yeah, he gets this all the time. I was like, oh sorry. And he goes, and like the most, he did this flamboyant hand gesture and that's okay. And just didn't, no, just kept on going. I was like, ah, at least if you're going to get rejected, you get rejected by Stephen Fry the way you think Stephen Fry. Are you, are you still saying that that was definitely Stephen Fry? That's what I'm it was in, it was in, nope. Seems pretty clear. Like, no, no, not me, dude. No, no, it was a like, no, I don't want to be addressed on the street yeah. in Wellington. He was filming The Hobbit at the time, uh, so yeah, yeah, he was definitely. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. But anyway, it is. So what did you say to it? So, so I said like, Cliff, and then he stopped and turned around, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm so sorry, and he had the face of like, <sighs> and I, and then I went, this is weird, but we are right about to record a podcast about collateral damage, yep. and his face just perfectly merged from, oh, what is this to, oh, what is this? <laughs> Why would this happen? <laughs> What is wrong with you guys? Which yeah. I think I was nervous enough that it took us like another minute of talking to him before I was like, oh, we film, we, we record Arnold Schwarzenegger podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it just so happens that the week that we walk past you on the street, then is the, what the, like, is the one you're in? That's amazing. Any other way you're just like, yeah. oh, did you guys see that? Cliff Curtis just walked past. We weren't even in Columbia. Let's record, right? <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, I thought he was dead. <laughs> um, I, was, I, I didn't look this up beforehand, but do you know if Blow was before Collateral Damage? Do, do you know the order? It was just after, in terms of filming. Just after? So yeah. he just went from one Colombian to another yes, Colombian. Yeah. So that was his... Oh, wow. How many, how many different ethnicities has he played? He's been like Middle many, Eastern, yeah. Colombian. All of is, them. I mean, he was... A, okay, I'm going to put this on. The, he was a lovely dude, and he was a fantastic actor, and many, many things. Why, is, why do I feel like there's a butt coming? There is a butt coming. But why... 
If he, if someone had saw collateral damage and his Colombian accent in there, would you then recast him <laughs> as a Colombian again? Nobody saw it. Like yeah. the, the production. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. because of the... The production, they probably yeah. went straight after. Yeah. And he probably just went, oh, I've just been hired to do a Colombian accent. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah. we'll take that on face value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blow, he's a lot. He's, he's, he's fantastic great. in Blow. He's great yeah. in Blow. Yeah. just generally... I thought he was pretty movie. great in this as well. He's Actually, solid. yeah, yeah. He is. He's one of the stronger points. Yeah. yeah. It's just one or two moments, the accent. We'll get, we'll get into that. I uh, want to say Cliff was an absolute charmer. Oh. He was so lovely. Yeah, we've got a picture. Check social media. And he was promoting his movie, which you should all go and see or look up and make sure How that you can find. How much bro is he? he? got a promotion in. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> He's wearing his own merch, which is... Uh, I think he'd just come from a promotion, uh, from a promotional clip. But he, uh, make sure you look up Murata. Uh, How Mum Decolonized the Screen. Yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. I'm intrigued. I've got to say, like, well done guys for actually having the guts to run up after him like, you're the one who said go 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 oh, yeah, yeah, what no, the that's fuck my are you doing did you notice I didn't go myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a weird relationship with Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, not, not personally uh, <laughs> please elaborate oh no because we're talking about this uh, Terminator 2 yep. um, uh, was the bane of my childhood or oh, the second bane my, my name was the first bane uh, the, the second bane was the movie Terminator 2 because I vaguely look a little bit like Edward mm-hmm. Furlong uh, yeah, really good for Especially right now yeah. when you've got like the ex- like similar. But oh, cool. <laughs> here's the worst thing about it is that like I still get people come up telling me that I look like him. But here's the thing: he's ten years older than me, and has been on methamphetamines for the last twenty years. <laughs> so you look pretty similar. But yeah, so I, I, I so because of that movie, because of that movie, I never really, I, I didn't ever warm to. Arnie. If people come up to you now and say you look like Eddie Fallon, you're like, what do you do? <laughs> I put on a fake American accent and pretend. Um, <laughs> I, do, I, I, I play it real smart. So I, someone taught me this because I've got a mate who looks a bit like, this is a reference, I'm going back a bit, but he was 2009, we were hanging out, and he looks a little bit like Brendan Flowers from The Killers. Mm-hmm. And he had the stash as well. And he taught me this trick, which was, well, that's on him then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he loved it. He, he leaned right into oh, it. Okay. And he was like, what you do is you just go, Hey man, I'm happy to take a photo with you, but like, if we can keep it on the down low, I'm just trying to have a good night with my buddies. Because that's that's an yeah. n- enough realism that it's like, oh, this is him. If you go, yeah, it's me, everyone's going to go, no, it's not. And if you say it's not you, everyone's going, yeah, it probably isn't you. That would be weird. And But if you go for that middle ground, people are like, <laughs> oh my God, I've just met him. There's so many drunk bankers in Wellington think they've met Edward Furlong. <laughs> so many of them. Uh, Matt, have you watched any Arnold Schwarzenegger movies lately? Not lately. Um, I reckon the first one I ever saw was probably Batman and Robin, which is just more a product of my time, right? I was born in 1992, so... Would have been 98. Yeah, so Mm. so I was like five years old when the movie came out, so that's what I watched. It's a good movie. And I will not I'm let listening. Any, I will not let anyone say that. Uh-huh. What about it was good? <laughs> um, I, I I just loved the circus bits. The circus? Have you watched it? Well, have you watched it since you were a kid though? No, no. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah, um, you know, because didn't his family die didn't Robin's family die in a circus accident? That, that features in Batman Forever. Ah, oh, my bad. Yeah, no, 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 Batman Forever sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you action fans, Maddie? We talked to you about action before. Yeah, yeah, I was very much a mild to moderate action fan did this win you over this particular movie that we watched (laughs) this week leading up to this podcast Mm -hmm. uh it's, it just reaffirmed my love for comedy. You know, I thought I thought it was hilarious. There's some great lines in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah. I wasn't writing down the lines that I really liked. Oh, yeah. yeah there were so many. There's there's sprinkled so many. them in. Yeah, between yeah. John Leguizamo and uh, John Turturro. Mm-hmm. They were like, let's just pop in some terrific character actors who can die. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's, it's very much uh, left me in the same state I was in beforehand <laughs> when it comes to action movies. I'm not going to boycott action movies because of this. That's a, that's a pretty good review of this movie. Just, yeah. just a thing that happened. And yeah. it doesn't affect you in any way, shape or form. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rian, what's your uh, background with action movies? I don't have much, eh? Like, my kind of go to is dropping acid and uh, watching romantic comedies by myself in a onesie. Nice. Uh, <laughs> let's unpack that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you really want to unpack that? <laughs> no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't think it. we have time. Uh, but <laughs> but that, is, that is genuinely my favourite way of watching movies. Should we, why don't we do a, a quick synopsis of the movie? So here's the synopsis. Firefighter Gordon Brewer is plunged into the complex and dangerous world of international terrorism after he loses his wife and child in a bombing credited to Claudio, the Wolf Perini. Frustrated with the official investigation, haunted by the thought that the man responsible for murdering his family he might never be brought to justice, Brewer takes matters into his own hands and tracks his quarry, ultimately, to Colombia. Yeah, get him, Gordy! I just, I, you just reminded me that his name was Gordy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Gordy! Go! Alright, we're gonna take a break, we'll be back in a second. into collateral damage oh i was very excited to be greeted by handycam backdraft mm, yeah just oh. fireman just generic <laughs> fireman going <laughs> this was probably one of my favorite quotes from the movie though was arnie gave some of the most specific direct fireman uh, instructions which was all right guys heads up let's do it yeah <laughs> which i think as a fireman you'd be like a little bit more specific sarge because like, like, later in the movie he does go into more intense like knowledge of his fireman background but when he's <laughs> yeah. actually on the job no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> there's someone somewhere we better get to the place there were moments throughout the movie where I felt like his firefighting background was going to come more into play but no no I mean- a like little throwing axes wasn't enough for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the main bit where he like really delves into his firefighting knowledge was when he's describing the the dying moments of yeah. a fire person. Oh, that was so great! Or a person on fire. Yes. Also, did you notice that there was like so little put into the exposition of him loving his wife? Like so little. No way. They bonded. The the shoot shoot. They slept in the same bed. The way, assumingly, the is, look, that's implied. Really. There's a weird thing that happens. Is like we see the whole fire scene. Yeah. And then we get a wake up, and it's the wife waking up. Yeah. yeah. Like it was is her it dream. dream. Is it a nightmare? <laughs> is that what's happened? I for a moment thought that they may have shared a psychic link. Ah. Uh, which I think would have bonded them more in the movie. There would have been an unnecessary twist. I'm surprised this movie didn't exploit, to be honest. Uh, an unnecessary twist in my mind was uh, I think this is a real thing and it's not a big deal and it's nice for it to be depicted in movies Yeah. but there's an element of when you know it's two actors instead of an actual father mm-hmm. and son sharing a shower mm-hmm. together Yeah. Mm-hmm. like just I was like it's just that moment where for me it's the like I know that that's not his son yeah Yeah. I think there's something about like living well, in are the you world sure? because his son is a, <laughs> a, a, a world class actor himself uh, <laughs> to be a, a, yeah 
Yeah, my wife asked me, is that is that actually a son? I was like, oh, God. no, no. You're like, you're to that? It, no, he'd be older than that. I knew that he'd be older than that. Oh, yeah, because you're an actual fan. Yeah. yeah. Well, you say that, but statistically. The don't check out, right? Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah. But the note that I took in that, in that moment was, Arnie in the shower with the kid. Okay, cool. <laughs> because that's the thing, is like, this shouldn't yeah. be creepy and weird, but there's just a bit of an air of, I, I don't know. Maybe, mm. maybe if the, rela- like, the relationship between them was better acted and I actually bought into the relationship more, it wouldn't have been yeah. as weird. But it, it felt like it two actors in like, a shower. Yeah. 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 I like the fact that the kid had Arnie's like, natural teeth, though. Because I had a big gap in the middle of the, of the front, too. I like mm. that. This casting, when that kid came in, they were like, holy yeah. shit. Well, look, this kid was in the movie for such a little time, I don't know, I can't yeah. even remember his teeth. Um, uh, the part, part for me was, um, I was just watching that Connects thing, and I've got a three-year-old nephew, I was just like, I mean, essentially what happened there is a four, like, the other kid watched Arnold Schwarzenegger make a Connects spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, look, that, look at how fun this thing is that <laughs> we made. Yeah, yeah. I bet you're looking forward to Christmas when I'll get you a new Kinex. Yeah. Stop touching it. Watch me make the Lego Death Star. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so then we got the titular collateral damage. The collateral which, damage scene, yeah. Which introduces a, a bicycle cop. Well, I'll, I'll a be, motorbike cop. Uh, no, he was a tricycle cop. Oh, sorry, tricycle. All right. A motor tricycle cop, which I think we all know is instantly suspicious. Instantly because of the Terminator 2 movie, which made the bicycle cop be a bad guy. You can't uh, have an Arnie movie yeah. and then have a guy in that helmet. You're instantly like, oh, there's a T-1000. Especially because when he was walking with the helmet on, I kept going, jin 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 This was the first time I realized that Cliff Curtis was in this movie when we saw the cop. And I thought, there's no way he's just when you see him for the first time. No, no, no. No, but I didn't know he was in the cast, Brian. I'll tell you what, I was bloody, I was blown out of my boots when I, I saw know. Arnold Schwarzenegger and I, I was read like, nothing about the movie I didn't know he was in it I mean you realise that there was credits the credits go for so long in that movie as well yeah it's but not, I like, pay attention to the opening credits I do yeah because <laughs> I, I, I was like amped for John Turturro yeah, yeah. any pre-Transformers John Turturro is exciting These, can I just say before we go further um, there's a moment in this scene that I want to put a pen in which scene in the scene the, the, the motorcycle where we meet okay yes. is it the officer I'm just parking my car I'm just grabbing my kid I'm no just it's not that kid. But that's a weird flex. Okay, just parking my car. I yeah. own the car. Was they parked on yellow lines? Was that what, yeah. what that was about? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, no, no. There's a moment because um, there's a that's a pivotal scene, right, in the movie. There's a pivotal scene, and he makes eye contact. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to say at this point. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it comes back later. It comes I'm like, back. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? That's the only reason you talk to the cop, right? So we know that. Oh, he interacted mm-hmm. with this police officer. Wink, wink. Yeah. I want to know why he was wearing Daredevil sunglasses. Like, little yeah, yeah, the, the circular ones. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought look, he looked badass in those. I don't know why they pulled so much focus to his sunglasses. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I thought that, like I literally said because I watched this with uh, another comic uh, friend of the show. Not no no no, it's not. Seemed to me. It seemed to be friends of the show. Um, <laughs> no, you were not mentioning his name. Not this podcast. No, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I watched the the the, the sunglasses fly in the air. Yeah. yeah. And oh I, my and, god, that's and I, so good. And I instantly went, they're gonna land back on his face. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's instantly what I thought genuinely that's suddenly what I thought this movie was at at this point. Sex like, comes over and says, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that was during the, the infamous explosion, oh. yeah. Oh. Oh, I tell you what, this movie got like the explosion action movie. Yeah, it, I felt like not a big enough explosion to actually kill yeah, the person. I'm he was pretty sure for. when I was in sixth form media studies, like somebody made a more convincing explosion <laughs> in their student film that year. Yeah, I think it probably would have been more damaging as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Because I don't understand how that killed as many people as did, and how it killed people on the on like the veranda. Yeah, <laughs> they made no sense. It only um, killed nine people. I know, but they don't, they're like they're, that looked like a. You had to be within three meters radius to die. Kind of <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? really don't know how the wife and kid died. Yeah, yeah. like I could be walking by, but oh, that's, that's shit. Ooh. Also, that, do you know this movie had a budget of eighty-five million? Because I did some fucking Really? Yeah, eighty-five mm-hmm. million. Mm-hmm. Where did it cut? How much in money? Last how much money you paid? It all, all in the last act, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's many waterfalls. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Um, uh, the, but the um, it was a lost movie. Did, yes, it was. Uh, was, it, was it the first of Arnie's lost movies? It must be one, one of the closest. Like, it must have been. Because 2000s point, yeah. was when we were like, okay, Arnie, we get it. <laughs> well, because he does, you got to remember, like, he's heading in, and this season is the perfect one for those, because we had End of Days, yeah. the sixth day, and now uh, collateral, collateral damage. Yeah. And it is kind of diminishing returns in terms And this of, is when it was like his health wasn't, well, his heart wasn't great, and he was looking to get into politics. Ah, so yeah, yeah. His, heart, his heart wasn't in it. Oh. The only thing I can assume is that the bomb exploded, the glass shattered, and then two big shots of glass went through the throats of his wife oh, and kid geez. holy shit that just went dark um, I'm, I'm on board, board. Yeah. Uh, I, like I know you think about these movies but rein it in a little bit it's the only thing that makes sense it was really dark though when they cut <laughs> oh, like the next shot they were doing the chalk outline around this kid I was like, but, like it didn't do, why would you chalk outline bodies from a bomb explosion no also wasn't <laughs> I'm thinking about that pretty sure they didn't chalk line like they'd already put a blanket over it yeah so they it wasn't did it around the blanket, blanket. <laughs> <laughs> just a square outline yeah. Like, yeah. uh, hey Tim, can we talk about how you've been doing the blanket outlines? Yeah, they're meant to be the, ch- the bodies. You do yeah, it was a kid. Was, yeah, pre-blanket, you weirdos. Because like, that scene was like, what are you up to? Like, is this like his first day of the job? The whole of point thing? of chalk outliner is to get a sense of like where the gunshot came from, so yeah. you can get momentum and that, an idea of that. Why they got footage of the explosion happening? What are they learning from? They had chalk? so much footage of this explosion. They, oh. they were like, he came in, he's like, you was gonna happen. <laughs> crazy because he's like yeah I saw it. I saw the thing and they have up on the camera like the basically every shot imaginable yeah, they, of yeah. the wolf they're also filming at, like a, an American prank show there so they had like actually culture <laughs> like in another room with a black and white camera on him he's like oh boy this will be cut the feed cut the feed we're going to go this side Arnie looked real sad didn't he he was not He genuinely happy. looked sad. I thought his acting during that scene wasn't bad. Oh, no, I disagree. <laughs> um, the, the scene where, are you talking about the scene where he's just kind of left alone and he's just sitting there and like there's silence and... In the uh, hospital? No, no, before that, because he cuts yeah. from that and this vacant, because I sort of yeah. a vacant, not a, I, not like a vacant, I don't, I don't have a soul anymore. Like it was just like a, I don't know what I'm doing. There's here. no one home. Yeah, there's no one there. Was like, <laughs> like, we all grieve differently. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some no more authentically than others. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true, though. Like, that's legitimately a, a good out for any actor, is that we, we all react to things differently. <laughs> no, but I, I, I will say that, like, when you watch a certain amount of Arnie movies, is you start to expect different things. Mm. So that often when we have guests in and we're going, whoa, he really, like, he went there. He bought and, it. Yeah, and, and then our guests are just like, he, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't even come close. Yeah. I love the fact, though, that when they found out that he had seen the wolf, uh, they were, he was like, oh, I have important information to, to tell you about it. And then they go to the place, and he's like, yeah, I saw him. And it's like, yeah, we've got, like, a hundred cameras that saw him. So <laughs> your value so, here is minimal at best. And he's like, yeah, but now you, I know who you are, and you know who I am, so the plot can progress. Yeah. Also, did you know that my family's Scottish? To the graveyard! <laughs> oh, and also, is, um, is stacking coffins a normal way of doing it? Did you notice that? 
What? I didn't, I didn't know. That. So, <laughs> so, did they put their baby boy on top of mom? Yeah. So there was a uh, there was an uh, like a I'm pretty sure uh, there was like a uh, like a normal kind of wood coffin that was like a bit bigger, and there's a little white coffin on top of that one, and that's how they went. I, I made. Uh, that's what I thought happened the entire time. So um, well, it saves two holes, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a little bit deep. And, jo- and <laughs> now the, my issue is that the guy I was watching with is also semi-blind, so I, I can't trust his like view of it as well. <laughs> so Josh, confirm. Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. uh, how many uh, uh, bodies stacked up before it's a <laughs> mass grave? <laughs> Three. 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 Yeah, three. That makes sense, yeah. 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 That's horrifying. I think it's what happens. Oh, yeah, I definitely didn't notice because I was so distracted by the bagpipes and going, is Gordy, so is Gordy, uh, Gordy Brewer, is he Scottish? Is she Scottish? How are we tied into... Just just massive fans of the instrument. Oh, yeah, it could be. Also, it's quite often an instrument used around the public services, like like, yeah, that's what I was, like police, yeah. like fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's quite often have Because, yeah, they just go, well, we just want to annoy them one more time, I think. <laughs> what was this montage with the feet to weights? What was, what was that? It was us. It was basically a tour de force of how much it meant to him. Because, like, they gave no... We've got fast-forwarded a little bit here because we've not talked about his leg injury that just magically is okay. No, no, he's hobbling around. At what point in that movie does he forget? He hobbles to- when he answers the phone. He's in pain, like, uh, when he goes to see the, uh, the FBI. It's only once he goes to um, Columbia that he... Yeah, but he gets up it. straight away from stitches, doesn't he? Oh, well, yeah, when he pulls the yeah. thing out. Yeah, but he's on a mission. He saw the guy. He needs to get them the information we, that they already have. We all grieve in different ways. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Some, Some of us heal miraculously. <laughs> yeah. It was adrenaline. He was pumped up on the opportunity to and catch us. Let's be honest. <laughs> he was pumped up to prove that firefighters are better at the FBI's <laughs> job. I'll tell you what, the FBI is. As a firefighter he was definitely roiding up yeah. to get yeah, that like, big it's like 90% human growth hormone <laughs> well, well, those, fl- those fades to whites fucking annoyed me because I didn't understand what they were doing or they were, they were weird stylistically mm-hmm. well you say weird stylistically because it's the only inkling in this entire movie yeah, that they want to implement style yeah, into the style, filmmaking like, yeah. like the rest of it is just so cookie cutter this is how you make a movie and then all of a sudden like, we're going to throw in some artistic choices some fade to whites yeah. get out of here <laughs> to me a montage of fade to whites is indicative of like a, what, a lifetime movie yeah, or a boys to men video. Yeah. yeah. I saw it as a rebelling editor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, an editor going, no, I'm going to be creative today. Fade to white. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. My yeah, ass. the director's like, uh, crossfade. Yeah. Just a crossfade. And he's like, clockwise. Crossfade. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm fade to white. No, shit. No, shit. That's be jarring. Hovering yeah, his hand over the delete key, like, oh, fucking no. I'll do it. But yeah, I assume time passed, but I don't know how much. Yeah, a bunch of time. So he wasn't taking interviews. He should have changed his voicemail. Well, <laughs> you, he's depressed. His family's been killed. Oh, that's not going to help. You it's not like, like one of the first logistic <laughs> things you think when your wife and son are blowing up. Like, oh, I should really change my voicemail. Don't worry. Walking through your house. Oh, <laughs> but then he gets ultra triggered by the, the interview and the guy's like, it's called collateral damage. And then we yeah. all stood up oh, in the movie the, theater and applauded. That was the worst delivered line of the movie. For me, it was. Well, it's so hard worst. to deliver the title of the movie and not wink at the fucking camera, basically. With it's the hard. Title. It's not hard. It's just that they didn't even try. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he caught those kids right in his jaws. <laughs> it was more of a pause than that, mate. And you've done that one for co- for comic effect. It was. It was longer than that one. It was like. 
collateral damage. It comes to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Because I'm the godfather. Yeah. <laughs> Did they put that... Has anyone seen the trailer for this movie? Did they put that collateral damage no, line in the trailer? No, Everybody helped they did. I need to check. Um, no. The, um, Arnie's response to this that was my favourite thing in the whole movie. Him just going, mm-hmm. like, postal was fucking great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give you collateral damage. Thank you. And yeah. he just grabs a baseball bat and starts smashing up an office. He smashed up that so office fun. so good. Oh, that was the... That, like, it's really interesting because that was the most believable scene that he, yeah. he, he did in the entire movie. It was great. I thought it was really fun. Apart from the waterfalls. Because uh, <laughs> well, it can be believable if someone's like, oh, just get angry and smash the place up. Because as soon as you start smashing the place up, you will just naturally get fuming. Yeah. And there you go. Convincing performance. I'm a director. This sets off um, Arnie to become, like, Punisher when he decides to research a whole bunch of Colombia and guerrilla mm. war tactics. Yep. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and then I loved uh, his buddy just bringing around a random army freedom. Yeah, yeah. And then he asks one question and, go, and gets an answer that vaguely sounds okay. He goes, well, you've done your research. Yeah. Like, that was all he needed to but do. This was actually one of my biggest pet peeves with the movies. How quickly they gloss over how easy it is to apparently get into Colombia if you're on a no-fly list. Just, no, he he's had, done his he research. Had, he had a whole bunch of yeah. papers on the wall. <laughs> you know, he had some okay. thumbtacks with buy a public <laughs> Have you ever met anyone who does that? Uh, it's fine just putting it in a file, mate. You don't have to put it on your walls. Like, no, like, I'm guilty. I, I put shit up on my yeah, wall. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm a visual learner. I need it all up there to oh, see it all in one place. You guys are whack. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you put your dream board? <laughs> I want to see you plan a trip to Colombia illegally <laughs> and just with just, just a file, with just yeah, a folder. With, with keeping it all in the folder. <laughs> the thing is, in the middle of the folder. Yeah, like that normal way of storing items. Like, <laughs> the thing you're hopeful is that you have a firefighter friend who just so happens to have another friend yeah. who has the perfect skill set to help you achieve this goal. It doesn't actually help you. He just says, yeah, you're doing it right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He gave a lot of exposition. Yes, he gave exposition through multiple aspects of this movie. I thought we were done with Ed Clunes. That's right, I learned his name. All right, but he kept coming back and whispering over the top. We need to move forward just a little bit. He zoned out when he became... Oh, yeah, because he was weird as hell. Yeah. Okay, did anyone look into that to see if that was a legit thing, or was that entirely made up for this movie? What, needing a pass? Because the group that they've used is a real group, right? Almost. No, it's like almost the same. It's like almost the right thing. Yeah. Right. It's, it's close enough. All of it is like grade school level correct. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. no one's wearing the right uniforms. They're not quite in the right places. They yeah. haven't quite got the acronyms right. Yeah. Everyone has Mexican accents, but apparently they're <laughs> Colombian. Mm. Yeah. They had a, a full on, like a, a guy who knew all this shit to do work on the script and make sure that it was as close as it can. And then he said that it was the worst decision that he ever made in his life. Brilliant. Wow. Mm. Stand by your product. Man. <laughs> well, because the thing is, they get to choose, right? So he was like, here's all the information, and they went, we'll take that, and that, and that, and he goes, well, th- that doesn't work. But I did like uh, the argument that Ed Clunes gave for bringing him on board, which is, uh, they'll realize you're not who you're supposed to be in two seconds, they'll pull your eyelids back over your skull, shove mm. your head up your ass, and throw you off a cliff. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of it redundant, but... I mean, he could have just said they'll kill you, and you know, I'd be like, that seems more serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, if a friend of mine was trying to explain the gravity of the situation he goes for shove your head up your ass well they're not though are they yeah it's not gonna happen I mean to be fair if they do that you're already dead yeah Hmm. the cliff bit oh yeah cliff bit's redundant I mean it's not redundant probably helps get rid of the smell and you know your body near them unless the cliff was Cliff Curtis at which point (laughs) redundant should be the title of this movie by the way (laughs) (laughs) yes so let's get let's get the show on the road you know like um, he gets on a bus 
he's on the bus he's hanging out he had one bag for his massive trek oh yeah <laughs> that, that was great um, the first the first roadblock that they encounter they all freak out and run into the bushes uh-huh. and all get murdered except him and then he goes three on girls. him and three girls him and three girls yeah and then he has an 18 minute falling through waterfalls <laughs> digitally <laughs> which is honestly the worst thing I've ever seen like it, it looked like karaoke background yeah yeah because yeah. no one hears from like South Island like, no. Oh, there's a place called Capital E, which is like a like a kids centre, and they had one of those green screen places <laughs> that, uh, that you could go to as a kid and like play on a green screen, and, like pretend you're in lava or like you know things like that. And it was like watching that, and the acting was the level you'd get out of a twelve year old who was on a school trip to that thing. It was horrific. I think the worst thing about it is that we've <laughs> seen that scene play out in the movie Predator to a much better degree yeah. and that's yeah. all I had echoes of and I was like wow this is so much worse than The Predator which is a far better movie I feel like by 2002 the world has seen a lot of dudes jumping into waterfalls yeah. situations <laughs> also they, there's a tried and true method to it right mm-hmm. you just keep it very close like close angle and uh, close up on them yeah. so you see the rushing water mm-hmm. everything like that and that way you can film it in quite a safe location right or like build yeah, a and stage then wide, wide, wide. and then wide 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 where you can't see them like mm-hmm. basically they went for that, that they went for it by god I hope that like the 58 is all sick 85 million dollars wasn't spent on that, that effectsy, but they were oh, like, they, they built an entire river man they went, they went mid shot they went mid shot which is like the worst yeah. shot you can do for that well if you're trying to hide terrible digital effects yeah, yes mid shot is the worst thing you can do <laughs> oh it looks so bad it looks oh. so bad why did they do that um, which brings us on to my point uh, my first point that I really want to get across which is <laughs> he, he lost his bag there yeah had his passport in it how does he financially support himself for the rest of this trip uh, as someone who's just walked 500 miles, uh, did you not put a bunch of money in your shoe just in case? No, at no point did I do that. Did you give a lot of hand jobs? Uh, no. <laughs> like, like, these were your two options. <laughs> Mike at festivals. He's like, well, I'm, like oh, I'm out of the not shoe money. So I wouldn't can... say a lot, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, it's, but what, you know what I mean? Like, he loses it. I thought he had a money belt. He, oh, okay, no. who cares okay. if he had a money belt? He fell into a fucking river. That money... Oh, yeah, but this is Colombia. That American money, even if it's wet, it's still valuable. That's, they yeah. have laundromats, right? Did you not see the scene? <laughs> There's a whole scene of him with a hairdryer. Just, just drying all of his, you know, $10 no, but notes. Also, if you remember, he, uh, does, he doesn't pull out American money. He pulls out the local currency. Oh, he well. does? Yeah, does he, he does. Yeah, he does. He pulls out local currency. Yeah. Do you think he hit up an ATM and they just cut it? <laughs> also, there are a lot of dead bodies in that scene. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of innocent people just murdered. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, yeah. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was suspected to be gorillas based on nothing. Nothing. Just a hunch, man. Yeah. Yeah. Can we go to the gorilla scene? Because they were just hanging out speaking English in varying Mexican accents. Yeah. Yeah. It was very... But a great generic terrorist, though. They had, like, a bunch of different, like, types of terrorists in there. Yeah. Because, like, Cliff Curtis, at that, this point, has kind of got that kind of cult fit leader feel to him, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. That's the scene, eh? The, when he sits yeah. down at the table, and he's like, well, yeah. He's the Che Guevara, and yeah. then yeah. you've got the guy who's dressed as Che Guevara, who's not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to keep tooting Cliff Curtis's horn just because we met him today, but he's probably the best part about this movie. Oh, he easily was. Yeah. It's, it was like, it's like 
watching the NBA and you're watching out for certain ends. Like, you know what I mean? He's one of us. I'll be honest, that was confusing in my youth because I watched a lot of action movies. So yeah. I would always be like, yeah, Cliff Curtis. But he was always <laughs> yeah, the villain. Bad, he's always yeah, like, yeah, yeah, pull out his teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell the infidels that they're not going to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to be honest, I got very excited when Jane Lynch walked in. This, that yeah. is so, so far, far away. away. It's just yeah. so far away. We're talking about our favorite bits. <laughs> that is so, you're right though, is that it's like, even now we're like, fucking, that was a great bit. Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah, as a Breaking Bad fan, when Tuco Salamanca is like one of his friends at the start of the movie, did you guys watch Breaking Bad? Yes. No yeah. way. Tuco was in there? Yeah. He I, was I don't know of, his actual name, but. He was one of the 14 firemen who entered, got names, and we never saw them again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just, he just uh, I think he was one of the guys trying to calm Gordy down. You can't calm Gordy down. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, just relax, pal. Just, mm-hmm. just relax. The worst thing you can say is someone who's angry. Yeah. <laughs> just chin up. Whenever yeah. Arnie went, there was a festival going on. Yes. Is that a, a thing in Colombia that I don't know about? It's, I mean, it is if you're racist and a screenwriter in America. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. That's the thing about Hollywood, man. You can just write all of Latin America the same, regardless of where Jungle it actually says. I hope that yeah. in Colombian movies, like uh, whenever they go anywhere in America, there's just a gunfight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what America does. <laughs> it was there was it was always carnival wherever they went mm-hmm. yeah um which was intense and we found out that he needed a hall pass to make it up the river yeah like, oh this oh, is sorry mate you don't have a laminated pass you gotta go back down to the village oh, so elena uh, gordy saved elena and some punk uh, and her kid from <laughs> the kid who some punk? elena selena selena but it was a nice parallel because you have like similar age to his wife yeah young, yeah young boy yeah. He's like, hey, stop that. Here's me talking in English. I bet and you also, understand. And also a motorbike was the issue again. Around <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. It was. And it was bookended at yeah, the end of the yeah, movie. This movie I hates motorbikes. Pick up on that. There were four major moments that involve motorbikes in danger. Yeah. Just a PSA comes up in yeah. the credits. Like, be careful on your motorbike. This is an anti-motorbike. This is, this is done <laughs> by... It was. This is done by like, um, Chevro- like Chevrolet or something like that. This is sponsored by them. Only way to drive. Four wheel drive, yeah. Chevrolet. Yeah, uh, I did really like the lead up to um, the showdown where they met, where yeah. it was like two minutes of people showing that they had guns. I yeah. need needles. <laughs> needles. There was a needle as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah because they were gonna drug him to kidnap yeah. him. Guns and Needles was my favorite '80s metal band. <laughs> so Gordy ends up in jail. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then they introduce comic relief. Yeah. Finally. No, no. There's a joke. That the CIA pulled right at the start. I can't remember the joke, but it was just like it, it got a laugh. Um, it got a, he gives himself a laugh like really early on, whilst talking to Arnie about his dead <laughs> kids, oh, gosh. kid and wife, and he, goes, he does this thing and goes, and then moves on. I was like, what? They, oh, they did have the one of the jokes that he did, which was awful. Was uh, I don't know why they call it a Senate intelligence hearing. Oh, that, yeah. They're all imbeciles. Stopped at that point to have a laugh about that and I was like well you're clearly the antagonist yeah I feel like Guns and Needles was better <laughs> <laughs> that's well, not a high benchmark <laughs> if I'm honest Mark uh, so how was this breakout going to work because they put the air horn on which I was like great that means get away from the wall yeah but then they proceeded to just blow up the entire oh, yeah. prison yeah I think that was the goal I think it's like if we remove all the walls then a prison can't be <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 
It's not wrong. No. It seemed yeah. very unlikely that their friends were going to be alive by the time they made it in there. Yeah. Did anyone ever play Battlefield Bad Company 2? Briefly. Yes. It was a great game where the walls were destructible, and that was pretty much how I played that game, mm-hmm. which was just blowing up walls ah, okay. because it's fun. And then the roof fell down and the people died. Yeah. Um. So every wall apart from the one there, John Turturro's in. Yeah. Uh, He's conveniently still very much caged. And we also have the scene right now where um, Arnie, this is where we see Arnie as a fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first time, because he explains how he's going to die. This was the specific knowledge I was talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like you should use your firefighter knowledge a little bit, a bit more responsibly no, was, than describing. It was great, and it was almost like an ASMR kind of thing. <laughs> he like leans in, he's like, "No." On the flip side. It's like the first time I've seen him smile this entire movie since, oh, since the passing. It. You know, he, he yeah. that's the same speech it. that he used to give to elementary schools when he toured around. <laughs> just the, a different tone, eh? Same script, yeah. same script, just different Don't tone. Don't play with matches because you're going to become <laughs> completely engulfed and you won't be able to breathe and you start to suffocate and then your fingernails will melt. Yes, I'm smiling. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Stop crying, Tommy. Right, and then your bones will melt and then you turn into a candle and you'll be like wax on the ground. All right, well, thanks so much for coming in, Mr. Brewer. I'm staying here. <laughs> My brother's in Fire Academy at the moment. I might just message him word for word that entire little speech and go, is this what would happen? Oh, it's up on YouTube. Just send, <laughs> send him the link. Wait, wait. What's Fire Academy? Training to be a firefighter. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> just wanted to double check. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, in case he's going to put on a festival. <laughs> like, I, well, maybe I thought he might have been like, I'm just like at pyromania school. Like, you know, like, like, ah. he might be like, like yeah, I want to learn how to make the fire. Yeah, you're not even a skill for that, Ren. So there, he gets he gets his whole pass, and he goes uh, up the river that no one's supposed to go up to. With this confusing boat scene, which is meant to validate the pass because those like angry yeah. people pointed guns at them. You're like, oh, so that's why you need a pass because otherwise you would have died. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now here's an interesting point at this point because he's decided to go with a to be German, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to Scottish, which I thought he was. Or Austrian, which he actually is, mm-hmm. and therefore the accent he can just do, use his normal voice, and everyone goes, "Oh, that's because he's Austrian." <laughs> yes, it, it in confusing. real life, yeah. Well, but Arnold doesn't really have an Austrian accent; he has Arnold's accent. Mm. So I think no matter what he goes with, you're like, "Who can tell?" Yeah. Has, has he ever played an Austrian character? Like, has it ever been? Yeah, you know, there's a bit times. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, but I, 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 that, that annoyed me. That genuinely got me. I was like, oh, "Why?" German. I think because to an American audience, like especially you know, I think it's the easiest go-to. Just yeah, just right. Oh yeah, they won't know. Yeah, yeah. because they they were like Austria. Where's that? And then you know, Australia. He's doing a really bad accent. You know, like that. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Tiny kangaroo down. They would have been annoyed, but I think at this point I was just so far past being <laughs> yeah. annoyed that I was like back to just enjoyment, just having a good time um, at this point. And I love the just the laddish part about the scene. The scene got laddy real oh, yeah. quick. Yeah, with John Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, and then just going, oh yeah, he was. You ask for Canadian bacon, you end up with German sausage. Yeah. It, was, it, was, <laughs> it was that line that was great. And I don't then, know what that means, but I'm going to start using that in everyday conversation. I think that that only works if you have a Canadian person who didn't turn up and a German person did. Yeah. You can't just be throwing that around. They're like, I'm sorry, we only had sparkling water. Oh, you order Canadian bacon and you end up with German sausage. Am I right, ladies? I think it's better if it makes even less sense. Rhea, was the other line you were thinking of, don't be such a sour. Sauerkraut? No, that's right. <laughs> I don't like that. 
But yeah, there was a wonderful turn where now they were best friends, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, let me do some rap for oh, you," which was the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've uh, seen this scene, and we were wondering if it could be cut. No, it's in his contract. We yeah. need it. Here's my. Here's where I can tell you that I know I hate Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting because I could genuinely not tell if he was sarcastically agreeing or genuinely <laughs> yeah. agreeing with with, yeah. a, with him going, "Yeah, this is great, man. You should." You should. Yeah, you're going to be yeah. really successful. I could same not time, like, same yeah, time. Not yeah. tell if he was being sarcastic or not. Now do it yeah. again, uh, but sarcastic. Yeah, you're going to be really successful. <laughs> yeah. Now do it enthusiastic. Yeah, you're going to be really successful. <laughs> okay, uh, can you do it? Just. I agree. I played it right down the middle in a space which didn't make sense. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> Either he's trying to ingratiate himself with John Leguizamo, or he's being funny, but you don't know which, yeah, and we you can't tell no so, as an audience. You're like, so was that good or not? <laughs> it's like watching an open micer who's doing something that you just go, oh, is this, is this so funny because it's because he doesn't know what he's yeah. doing, mm. or is he aimed to get this? <laughs> yeah. If he's aware of what's going on, this, this, is, this genius. is genius. If not, this is this, this is, is just another guy crying we're because watching he's a, we're watching someone <laughs> mentally break down on stage. Like that's the two options. Yeah, yeah which is st- still amazing. Oh, yeah, as an audience, I've got a story. Ninety-nine percent. They'd have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So we got to the compound and John... Oh, wait, wait. Makes him wear a mask, yeah, which um, you can definitely see. Oh, yeah. I can see yeah, his yeah. eyes through it. I, yeah. yelled, I said to Josh, like, I can still see his eyes. Like, like it, does, like, it, it was kind of like a morph suit. Like, yeah, your vision's not what it was, but it's still kind of designed to be seen through. Yeah. yeah. But they did have... He had a wonderfully of-the-time line when he was talking about how yes. everyone's yes. doing cocaine. Uh, those Silicon Valley geeks must be emailing it to each other. Yes. <laughs> I love that line. No, that's exactly how uh, cocaine works. He also used the term drugonomics, which was fun. He also used the term geek, which is not a word you hear very often anymore. That's a very mm. 90s, early 2000s word. Yeah. I, I, okay, can we just talk about the scene? How loose Igusi John Lugis me was, uh, was with just allowing this random dude into his compound and just mm. like, going around the light. We asked you to do the generator, mate, not the light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you injecting my light bulbs with liquid? <laughs> yeah, it just here's a laissez-faire like uh, relationship to safety in that compound. Oh, he was just wandering around doing his own thing, and no one seemed to care. I think that's because everyone was too busy watching the dancing guy. Oh yeah, who was the <laughs> highlight of my of the entire thing for me. But there was like little details too, like later on when. Uh, John uh, runs out his character runs out and he's holding a guitar like clearly he was just like in his studio riffing (laughs) (laughs) he's like what's happening Um, that dancing guy was the best thing though oh my god also do you think that techno music you know when it cuts back is that in his head I think think? think only he can hear it yeah okay right yeah okay right sure (laughs) I thought it was on like a stereo behind him I think it was a creative choice just to get an understanding of this we we got a creative choice (laughs) room thankful (laughs) oh yeah the editor definitely put it in our points We'll do this. It makes him seem less weird. And if this whole scene was just a MacGyver scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, he's he's obviously read the Anarchist cookbook, and that's his thing now. Is that he just makes improvised bombs? Well, he's I a mean, firefighter. I think, I think, yeah, that's the. I think that's the argument uh, for the scene, and it's a weak argument. Uh, but the argument is that he's obviously seen them be diffused, and uh, so he must therefore know how to make them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's the idea. I, I appreciate the arguments, but it doesn't make sense. No, to it me. sort of doesn't make any sense. No. I mean, it's, it's, it seems like it's abs- absurd as a fireman sneaking his way into... Now, now weirdly, did anyone else find that... Like, I, and this makes me know that this was definitely made in Hollywood because the most attention to detail was the production of cocaine throughout the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
like, you're like, oh yeah, these guys know what they're talking about with this bit. Like they know they know Coke for days. <laughs> yeah, just, this new that doesn't look authentic, don't know. No, no, hold up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hold up. We need some dudes stomping on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course that's part of it. I did like the line Germans like cyborgs. That was great. That nice was little a, nod to Terminator. That was very fun. I liked it a lot. Why? Well, why even cast Arnie if you're not going to make references? Oh yeah, to past <laughs> movies of his. Like, what is the point? <laughs> yeah, what are you hiring him for his acting ability? <laughs> it's 2002. You're not hiring him for his body. He didn't even take his shirt off once. Did not. He did no. not. I noticed that. I restraint. I, I appreciated that. Hey, I didn't. I didn't get this. <laughs> I didn't go to an Arnie movie for restraint. I went to an Arnie movie for no restraint. Chaos. That's also the thing about this movie is Arnie never holds a gun. Uh, doesn't really fight people as much as I would have liked him to. He's, it's, it's, he had a couple of good fight scenes, but it's all in that in the third act. It's yeah, and I, I like you knew really early on that how how squeaky clean, clean that made him because he, he had a moment where he could have killed a dude. Mm. Um, and he chose to punch him in the head. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, this is the movie I've got. Was so, it? Was this more him trying to showcase like a more serious side to his acting? I'm like, hey, look, I can pretend that. I think it was along the lines of like uh, the at the time Bruce Willis was doing a lot yeah. of these kinds of movies, and there was like it yes. was that yeah, they were, like the, the good guy's not violent by nature. Like, <laughs> he just has to be violent a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I also think he was trying to mainstreamify his things. So because mm-hmm. essentially this movie was nearly a PG-13 if not a PG if it wasn't if, for if, the, literally the last scene if it wasn't for the last scene and him biting the guy's ear off yeah like those were like is this before or after uh, Mike Tyson that's what I was curious after. About, as oh, after, 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 after yeah do you think Mike Tyson, Tyson was like 97 eh? like, 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 I was I was a small child yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amanda Holyfield yeah it was like 95 96 yeah, kind of yeah I was in 96 yeah, yeah. I hate the idea that Mike Tyson watched this and was like, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, it. I you, that. You got his voice down nailed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he fuck it, he fucks it up by trying to save that woman and child because he's better than the uh, wolf. You idiot. Mm-hmm. Right. Save him from the motorbike bomb. We could have saved 40 minutes of my life by ending the movie there. Yeah. <laughs> That's when it felt like it was going to finish, but no. No. Keeps going. It's that, t- was this the moment you were talking about where like, you bumped the mouse and saw how much of the movie was left? You're like, no. It was around this time. No, yeah, it was. It's in the scene. Um, uh, but the, this is the scene I wanted to put a pin in because it's around here that Wolf makes a reappearance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Wolf's reappearance. Oh, no, it was back in the compound, wasn't it? The prison, the, prison the, thing? Mouth, yeah. the prison thing? Um, when he makes a reappearance, or when Arnie sees him for the first time. The, the black and white flashback. Yes, of, <laughs> of the back of Cliff Curtis. Like, it's not of him looking at Cliff Curtis, it's of the back of him. It's like, I remember his back. That's what I remember. I'm seeing your face again, but what I'm remembering is your back. Like, it made zero sense. No. I just love how I get it. His back. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice it as well? Like that, that, that back, black and white face yeah, yeah. was wasn't was of a face. I like, just love how they treat the audience like you're a fucking idiot. Like yeah. black and white flashback. So no, remember this love guy. Um, also, Gordy. He's gonna say you Americans to Gordy, the yeah. German <laughs> Austrian. <laughs> you killed my family. What have you done? You Americans are so naive. Yeah. What's the next in Midwest? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm from Cincinnati. <laughs> that's that's like the bit in the movie where you see a flash of what the movie was trying to be, which is like some kind of like dialogue about how um, terrorism and freedom fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, you you you, you had an idea. Yeah. yeah, didn't excuse it, but I see what you. Yeah, there, there, there was a couple of good lines in there. That I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense, but the rest surrounding this is uh, oh. not not befitting. <laughs> no. 
So then him and Selena, Selena tried to have like their Oscar-winning moment, which was just yeah. Oh, that was that was not enjoyable, right? Because we'd had that fun fight scene that yeah. was good, get a little bit of action in there, mm-hmm. and then she had that great thing where I thought that Arnie did quite well talking about like being sad. Yeah, and then she's like, "My daughter." He has to talk because he can't act. <laughs> You're not like him, not yet. Bum bum bum. I'm not like him. Yeah, he had the, I'm not like him. Yeah, mm, not yet. Which now, uh, when the final turn is revealed, right, makes no, no sense. sense. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, what was she in there, like acting the whole time? I couldn't figure that out. I I generally like the trope of you and I are the same from a villain to a hero, Mm -hmm. but it really didn't work. Especially in this movie, (laughs) it could perfectly have worked because it did make sense. It was victims of collateral damage causing more victims of collateral damage. Mm -hmm. Right? It was the cycle, which is perfect, except in this movie where it was weird. So then they decide to escape because there's going to be a bunk. Yeah, which is a quick flip for her. I gotta say, like that, that did not take much convincing on Arnie's point. You know, you just got, you know what I mean? Like that was, I mean, obviously in hindsight, it's because you just gotta do it. You know, yeah, flip. I but, actually felt like a fucking idiot for not seeing her flip because of that. Because of that. Because I thought the same yeah. thing. I was like, wow, she turned, she changed her mind quickly. Yeah. It was. I, 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 no, I felt like it was hidden enough that I didn't see it coming. I've uh, seen this movie yeah. three times and I forgot that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the CIA come in and just kill everyone. The CIA guy, I couldn't work all the way through whether he was a good guy or a bad guy, or whether we're meant to be rooting for him or not. Yeah, he was a bad guy, but he thought that he was doing good. Yeah, okay. he thought he was doing good for America, but knew that he was doing bad for people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he thought he what, basically. What an interesting character when you put him like that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, one thing I did like about this movie is that they did just shoot characters. Yeah, you know what I mean. They got shot like Departed style, yeah. like just elevator boom. And the um, uh, John Luke, uh, Luke, I can even look. Luke Wizama, Luke Wizama, Luke Wizama, Luke Yeah, his death as well is another one where you like boom. That was a weird one though because he was still alive. Was he? That was the thing. Is like he kind of made eye contact with Arnie underneath the truck, and then the camera cuts to Arnie and then cut back, and his eyes are in a slightly different position. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, he oh. was dead, man. Okay. Well, that, uh, <laughs> no, I thought the you same think he was thing. just chilling. No, no, he was dead. No, well, well you saw him die. Arnie saw yeah. him die. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think that was the point of that scene was Arnie was uh, Gordy had to deal with the consequences. Of, what a waste of rapping talent. <laughs> I just, I just thought when it was shot, it was kind of framed in a way that we weren't, we didn't really see the impact necessarily because yeah. it kind of fell out mm-hmm. of shot. And so I was kind of thinking, oh. I mean, but it was nice that when they you know, pulled out, he just that, whispered, I'll come back for your mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the the minefield fist fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with, with what I was a CIA agent is it yeah yeah yep. he had the pickaxe minesweeper and yep. then which how dangerous would that be because you've got a pickaxe that when it explodes <laughs> is like hurtling back towards you yeah. potentially he'd be like he turns around he's like look I did great yo we cleared the way and someone's just got a pickaxe in the middle of them also, he took government so I didn't see if anyone else did yeah it was dangerous but also just that ramifications for killing a CIA officer none just zero. Oh yeah, good point. That guy might have had a family. Yeah, like, like and that guy could have stood on a mine by himself. I think that's what we're telling yeah. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Arnie falls asleep at night with his new son, now, he's how, like, mm-hmm. how okay? Because I'm not a big fighter. 
But how okay is it in a fight to pause and go? We're in. A, do you mind just if we move fifty meters? Like just. <laughs> I think you can in a fight be punching and being like, "We're in a minefield. Stop it! This is a bad idea." But you know you're losing at that point because you, you they know that your psychological uh, psychology is going looking at that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they know. Oh, yeah. But it yeah. might mean emotional minefield. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. How great that! <laughs> what I agreed before everybody said it. I mean, I was like, yeah. No. <laughs> but an emotional oh, Don't you? I think it would have been a great. A, a, That's the level of metaphor they went for in this movie as well. <laughs> no, see, this is the beauty of the movie. We make the metaphors for them. Yeah, I would have liked it, and the movie definitely needed that moment if he'd been like, "What in a minefield, you idiot!" Yeah, and they both just stopped, mm. and then like cautiously. And, and how great if that had been how the guy died? Yeah, because yeah. then Arnie wouldn't have had to kill him. No. That would have been funny. Washington, Washington, Washington. When Jane Lynch walks in, yeah, yeah, yeah. the weirdest cameo, cameo of this film. Um, so where, weird. Where was she in her career at this point? Like, is yeah, that a cameo, or is that just like, is this holy a, shit, I get to be in a movie? About so, yeah, I think it's that point. She, yeah, she'd been doing TV for years and years and years, and this was her pretty much her first big movie. All right, yeah, <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Yeah. Th- her character was way better used than I was expecting. Yep. Like yep. I was glad that she got lines. Yep. That fight scene could have been way better, but yeah. well, this this is the thing with her with that like her, most... John Turturro, John Leguizamo, like people like that still do pretty well in a shit movie. Yeah, like yeah. they still they're still like yeah. a highlight. Quality comes their way. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they don't like I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like natural charisma comes through. So they're, yeah. like, they're not dependent on the script. Their just screen presence is yeah. enjoyable. It's like I'd watch you more. Oh, I, I loved it, yeah. I would have liked just a little bit more of a scuffle in the bathroom. Would have yeah. been awesome. But also, let's not make this movie any longer. No. What the hell was this line? Fireman and the Refugee sounds like a good TV show. Oh, a good TV show? <laughs> yeah, 100%. You can play the asshole. Which is the best comeback of this movie. Mm-hmm. It implies that the, the TV show was actually called Fireman, Refugee, and the Asshole. Like, we didn't know the asshole was a character at this point. Um, are you imagining sitcom? That's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, it like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not watching a serious show called Fireman and the Refugee. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> Tonight on Fireman and the Refugee, things get hot. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> legally <laughs> challenging. <laughs> I love the idea of when, when they were designing that uh, dinosaur bomb, they were like, when it arms, I reckon we make the eye glow red. We could not. Which we- is another O2 Terminator. Also, the fact that instead of going like, it went I do like the fact that she had to make the active choice to kill her own child that was a moment that kind of lost me for a second I was glad you brought that up because I thought I had misheard something at some point I was like oh is that not actually her child or no she killed her son for the cause it's badass Mm. I mean, I guess he was adopted. True. No, not true, Mike. This was a trap. <laughs> oh. Right? He needs her love so more than ever. Move on. He's like, you yeah, yeah, son of a bitch. He doesn't need her anymore if he blows her up. Move up. Uh, so at this point in the movie, they're jumping all over the place. We've got mm. like, we've got a van in a basement. We've got a motorcycle with a palm pilot. Shout and out, a, palm pilots! Uh, in a long hallway, we have an elevator that, for some reason, he can just sky, skid down mm-hmm. <laughs> with no grease marks. No. Yeah. Oh, and as he went down, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why are you making that noise? Him landing through that thing was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was great. Smash! I loved the dino toss. 
Yeah. Arnie, the thing, Arnie really excels when he has a sense of urgency because his accent, his physicality, everything leans into him being urgent. He's like, people are under tables, bad news bomb people. All right. And him throwing that, does he fire to break the thing or does he? He throws a chair. Throws a chair, which means someone on the pavement was like, fuck, a chair. No, because it was like nah. a skylight going up, so he just yeah, like it. There was a detail I appreciated okay. because I didn't really think if you just threw the the dinosaur to break the window, it's, it's not going to go cleanly through no. and yeah. straight out the other side. So I loved that he broke but it. But he also didn't know when it was going to explode. For all he knows, he could have thrown it. It goes up in the air across, lands in a kindergarten next door, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> collateral damage. Oh. That would have been good. <laughs> That's the ending of the movie. Yeah. It's just him going, collateral damage. And then he looks to the camera and, and he's like, and, 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 and the music from um, Arisen Development comes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was thinking more Kirby and things. Oh, that's what I was actually thinking. Okay, that's the music I was thinking. Of. I just got the wrong. <laughs> 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 no, how was I supposed you know to know? You know that would be a deeper movie than what we actually watched <laughs> with that ending? <laughs> yes, that would have been so much more satisfying. Um, so let's, let's jump through to the human uh, human motorcycle chicken. Yeah. That was great. That I thought that was so good. Because him getting confused and yelling no as if like... Like, that wasn't her first choice. <laughs> like, I like the fact that he had what seemed to be maybe seven minutes to axe the gas lines in the corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how long was this corridor? Also, axing the gas lines is going to do far more damage than the bomb that was in this. <laughs> like, like, axing the gas lines are a massive CIA building is going to crumple it. No, because he's a fireman. He knew which ones to axe. I'm trying to help, guys. I don't know what you were doing when you thought this scene would work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because that ignition's going to go right up the gas line. Yeah, exactly, right? right? It's, it's, way more, <laughs> it's way more damage. No, because he was at the control desk, and he shut the shutoff valve, so he filled the room, and then he shut off the gas valve so that there was no danger. Yeah, they just I didn't see that scene. No, it wasn't in the movie, <laughs> but it needed to be. <laughs> we needed something. Okay, so they blow up. Uh, he defeated them with fire. That was cool. I thought they were he dead. S- yeah. He slid like well, a mile yeah. along the ground when he got protected by the explosion. Oh, I love that. Like he's on a slip and slide. And he just grabbed it. They grabbed the uh, the staircase and, s- and it, the, his momentum took it under. <laughs> that was really cool. I love that moment. That is how physics works. Yeah. <laughs> but then they were both completely fine and perfect, and they jumped yeah. up and they yeah, had to do another like that, that Cliff Curtis comes in and he's not like burnt or anything. He's still. Oh, I need a little shoulder damage. Oh. Yeah, but I would have wanted like give them full burns, like yeah. make them like. Seem yeah. like Anakin Skywalker trying to beat mm. up Gordy at the end. Really. You were the chosen one. <laughs> I like that he killed him just by throwing another thing. That was yeah. that was so satisfying. <laughs> like how strong is Arnie that he can just lift a lady? And throw but what irritated me about her seat, her hair was still pretty perfect, and like wouldn't this, the electricity just fuck that? I feel up. like the fire also would have done anything. Yeah, yeah, just the humidity. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> just sweating like oh. Yeah, the moral of the story is that, you know, watch out for cell phones because that's what's going to kill us all. Also, here's the confusing bit that I couldn't get in the end because the massive flip, right, into her being Mm -hmm. a bad guy, 
that flip seems like she's the kingpin. Yeah. Mm. But she dines before Wolf, which yeah. weirded me out because I felt like, oh no, he's just a vessel. She's the actual yeah. bad guy. Yeah, I think yeah. You're, what you're doing is you're thinking of modern screenwriting, whereas this was 2002, yes. and they were like, well, she was the big bad guy, but she's not a guy, so. Yeah, she, she can't be the boss battle. She can't be it the final really boss. should yeah. have been her. Yeah, she, she been... should have been the last person. Mm-hmm. She should have been holding that phone going, look what you've made me do. Yeah, and she blows it up. And that's what really should have happened. Ideally. It's true. So they finish up, and then we end with the my favorite movie trope that's not used nearly enough, a slow fade out with a cascading bunch of TV reports coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do actually like that. I, 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 I do it through that end. I think that every movie should have that, yeah. where they just let us know what's coming up next. Yeah, they just roll in there. Yeah. <laughs> after the, 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 every, uh, Scarface was found dead, and everyone had uh, lived happily yeah. ever after. I like, yeah. I mean, then Arnie just goes off with his kid to go and presumably have oh, a shower. Oh, kid. Well, that's kid. It is, it is I, now. I honestly see now. that kid in a orphanage in like three months' time. <laughs> I reckon the state will take him away from the yes. all they do is shower, and that's the end of collateral damage. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be back. Okay. All right, so we're back. With Dust Reboot. Dust Reboot! Who would you cast and what do they do? So, Matt, we live in a time of reboots. What's your reboot of Collateral Damage? My reboot of Collateral Damage, I'm reuniting the creative team of Jody Hill, David Gordon Green, and Danny McBride. I'm rebooting this as an HBO miniseries. Uh, you know the guys that are East Down and Down, the Vice Principals. They got the Righteous Gemstones coming out, so I think that the uh, six-episode format could really benefit <laughs> this. Show. Six episodes. Vice Principals is a dark comedy, man. I, there's some hilarious elements to this movie <laughs> that I think they can combine. That that creative team will make. I'm not making it. They're making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll make it great. Okay. <laughs> okay. So who's playing Selena? Uh, Selena. Who do I have? Selena. Oh, Danny McBride always has like ridiculously good looking women sort of opposite him, so I was thinking Hispanic, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> that makes sense. Wait, wait, hold budget on. on this is intense. <laughs> Isn't she Hispanic anyway? Yeah, she's Latino. Oh, I thought you meant like a Hispanic version of Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, thinking Hispanic. <laughs> oh, okay, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you can imagine. Yeah, if you can imagine that. Yeah, so Danny McBride's obviously uh, Gordy. Mm-hmm. I was talking about Lopez today. Yeah, yeah. Cool. She's still got it. Yeah, no, no I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I think it makes more sense because she's about the age that you could have a child. Yeah, yeah. Pro- well, you can have a child quite young if you really feel like it. Uh, yeah, Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking the wolf, just because I want to see him do a bit more comedy stuff. Pedro Pascal, and I was going to have Walton Goggins back as the CIA guy. What was his name Brandt? Yes. Six half hour episodes. Half yeah. Hours, yeah okay. You know, I mentioned I hated that we just glossed over his research and doing to Columbia. I want that to be a whole episode of him hilariously stumbling upon various information and that not being real or yeah, and, and training level. and like learning to make bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think episode right. one is where uh, you know the bomb goes off. He uh-huh. loses the wife and kid. Blah blah blah. Let's gloss over that. Episode two is like the research plane of the trip. I want three episodes in Columbia. Three, four, five. Finale in Washington. Yep. 
I like it. If you were, I think Danny McBride's a great choice, by the way. I think mm-hmm. it's a really good one. But I'd go someone like, I'd go really out there and go like Benedict Cumberbatch and just see what happens. <laughs> That'd be, he would make an incredible like reboot of it. Like that would be the very serious kind of thematic mm-hmm. story yeah. that we've talked about that yeah. wasn't really that explicit. That he would do the version of that. Yeah. that Whoever, he won an Oscar for who, playing Gordy. Cumberbatch being like Would you want Cumberbatch with American or English accent? I'd like Mets. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds great. I'm into it. I'm back, baby. It's the sequel. Hollywood is calling. Yeah. Okay. The movie's been a huge success. Oh, definitely made lots of money. Way over the $85 million that it cost. All right. So my pitch for a sequel. It's it's set 2019. So it's Arnie again. Mm -hmm. But what's happened is um, the kid. Oh, no. You're not going to be mean to this poor kid, are you? Also played by... um, uh, I, I, I played by James Rawson because I want to keep a Kiwi uh, um, Māori influence by a Colombian kid. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's now what 23, 24 Yeah. Uh, he's um, played by James Rawson, um, and he has only recently found out what his parents were doing. So, for our international listeners, who's James Rawson? Uh, he played um, uh, uh, the boy in Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his most famous, probably uh, in the remake of Goodbye Pot Pie. Yeah. Um, what's the other? He's done a couple of big things, right? Like, yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, so what it is is he's um, he's got disillusioned with uh, Arnold uh, because Arnold. I don't know if you watched the movie, but he um, <laughs> he has a certain way of doing things. Uh, he's a bit gung ho, uh, and, uh, and so this kid just basically wants out, and then he finds out what his parents did, and he gets really involved in the communist movement, the fascist movement. Ooh. So his adoptive parent, his first set of adoptive Adop- parents, his first set of adoptive parents. Yeah. He's like, man, these guys were onto something. So he goes to Colombia himself but he goes not there but he goes Venezuela because that's socialist and that's bad in America right now <laughs> so he's um, like anywhere to piss my new dad off yeah and, and Venezuela's a buzzword at the moment so he goes to Venezuela and starts up his own little guerrilla force and he then gets into this battle with his uh, retired firefighter dad who then uh, it becomes essentially a mixture between Star Wars and yep. collateral damage uh, <laughs> so what so he has like this massive battle like mentally and physically with his father whether or not like and his dad's going oh what have I done how did I raise such a bad kid is it because I didn't play connects with them as much as I did with my own kid um, <laughs> and then basically and then the kid's like yeah it is that's why I'm blowing up people basically, so the kid can talk yeah for sure okay good yeah yeah because he doesn't talk in no. collateral no he doesn't right? he doesn't talk in no he seems to be mute so I, I, I think like that's the basic premise uh, what we didn't know about Arnold is that and this is not known that throughout the whole movie is that he did sleep with a Colombian backpacker um, <laughs> <laughs> in his early early 20s mm-hmm. um it was a night out. Uh, he'd been coked by, uh, he'd been on cocaine with a couple of the lads, and uh, he got a pregnant. And it turns out that, in a weird coincidental way, this was actually not his adopted son after all. It <gasps> was his own son the entire time. <laughs> wow! Uh, and he finds that out uh, uh, awkwardly after he's killed his son. His son, because he's still the goodie. Um, he gets a DNA test back, and going, a weird thing is that your DNA is either all over this kid, or I mean. <laughs> <laughs> or it is his DNA and you also I think that bit needs rewording yeah probably yeah. <laughs> there's a few DNA's all over this kid yeah. yeah and so yeah he kills the only person he's ever loved left in the world and oh. um because he has to because he's killing many people for Venezuela mm-hmm. um and yeah and that's how it ends uh, with him just sitting alone so yeah that's, where, that's, that's, that's my idea what's it called? Oh. 
Uh, it's called Collateral Damage 2, uh, when, when the collateral damage is your own family. <laughs> That's nice and specific. <laughs> <laughs> collateral Damage 2. It's basically keeping it in the family, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which gives away the entire twist. The entire twist, yeah, 100%. Um, or, or like, um, it's I, heavily featured in the trailer. But it's also got, like, in the trailer, yeah, like, you know how, like, some of them have, like, not just, like, a, a byline, but they have a tagline, too? Um, yeah, when it's just, and that one is just when family life's too much. I like it. I think that's great. Sounds like it's all folded in there. What did you think, Matt? I love that, Ryan. I love that. <laughs> well put. Excellent. So that's been collateral damage. Ryan, do you have any final thoughts on it? Yeah. Uh, just just what it made me want to do is just tell my loved ones I love them. Uh, mm-hmm. It just has that, you know, you're like, oh, God, I don't know how I feel about life. And, uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a moment where you're just like, man, I'm just going to get them close, make sure they're okay. It was a good moment. Yeah. It reminded me to always be late. Yes. Yeah, like, don't be on time. That's when you die. And, and don't be on time because you don't meet Cliff Curtis if you're on time. Oh, my goodness. I was late today, and that's the reason I got to bump into Cliff Curtis. Oh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. It's not worth it. It's one of the only Arnie movies I've seen once, and I was like, nah, I'm done. I, I will say it is hard. It is a hard watch multiple right. times. Yeah. I think the first time you're like, what's going on? Wait, why? Yeah, single watch was difficult. I'm mm-hmm. like, I had a comedian friend to watch with it. Otherwise, I, I think I would have skipped bits. Like, legitimately would have skipped bits. I wouldn't have blamed you. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not good. It's so cocky because it has no teeth. It doesn't really know what it's trying to do. It doesn't lean in hard enough. Arnie is an action guy. Give him decent action scenes. Or not. And you get this movie. So this is what yeah, this but, is. But what, what about those special effects? <laughs> Uh, and Matt, what did you think of it? I love that. Oh, th- thanks, Matt. Uh, if we had to find you on social media, where would we look? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at maddie.fleet. You can listen to the fortnightly, depending on how lazy I'm feeling, podcast that I host called Fleety on Sport. And you can follow that on Facebook as well. Cool. Cheers, guys. Where can we find you on social, Ryan? Uh, um, uh, uh, at Ryan Hill on Twitter. Ryan Woodhill on Facebook for comedy, but I've done that really annoying thing where I've got both of my names are Ryan Woodhill without any change. Oh, you got to put comedy, yeah, comedy or something, or something like there. So, like, yeah, most of the time people try and add me as a friend rather than like the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like the Facebook page. I don't know you, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, come to come to my shows. Uh, what I really like is people coming up to me afterwards and giving me compliments and or weed. So, um, <laughs> do that. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Excellent. That's been collateral damage. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Me. Back catalogue. Thank you to the wonderful Rianne Woodhill and Matthew Fleet for joining us for the epic movie that is Collateral Damage. Oh man, that movie was distinctly average, except for the wonderful performances of none other than Cliff Curtis. Yep. Hopefully the next one is a, a more of a return to form, Arnie. Oh, I can imagine it must be. What is it? Oh, it's oh, it's Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. No! Why? <laughs> Well, I'm excited. It should be a great one. They have a Lady Terminator. All right. Oh, it's so progressive. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can hit us up at I'll Be Back Pod. I've been Stephen Lyons. You can get to me at, at S-T-E-L-Y-O-N-S. 
And I'm Mike Kevin, and you can find me at Mike Kevin. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you use. It helps us to reach new listeners. Thanks again, and this has been I'll Be Back Catalog. That's right. Did you see me doing all the orienteering? You know, I had my little laminated maps, and I was out in the hills, and I'm like, hey, everyone, let's go over here. And they were like, maybe not, but that's a waterfall. And I was like, I don't think it's a waterfall. I'm pretty sure it's just a blue screen. And then we were going down the blue screen, right? Because the blue screen is what it's called. Swimming around and I'm splishy splashy, and then I was like, you know what's dangerous? Motorcycles.